Welcome to The Stare Down, sports talk and real estate with Sean Carpenter of Coldwell Banker in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Rissa of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida, and Todd Meininger of Cummins, Georgia. Listen in as they discuss the week in sports and toss in a pinch of real estate too. Now your hosts, Sean, Todd and Bill. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast that we do amongst three friends who might be mad at each other tonight because we're going to have a, a hash out, <laughs> is Patrick Reed a good guy or not, conversation. Hey, this is Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my good friends Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia, and Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida. We are fresh off the Masters, an amazing Sunday down in Augusta, Georgia, and Patrick Reed is your champion. Guys, I think we were all tuned in all day, as were most golf fans. Not sure what was going to happen, but we knew it was going to be a fun Sunday. There were so many lines that could play out. Patrick Reed, could he, could he be one of the first players in a long time to hold the lead and actually close it out? Uh, would, would Rory put on his career Grand Slam jacket? Would Jordan Spieth or Ricky Fowler, John Rahm, or any of those guys be able to come from behind? It was an amazing day. Let's start with you, Bill, down in St. Pete. Fresh off the golf course, you got to play today, you got to watch today. How you doing, bud? Doing good, doing good. Um, yeah, I got to play this morning uh, in my own ode to, you know, my own master's attempt uh, <laughs> was was one under through five. Wow. You heard that right. I like yeah. it. Started on 13? Uh, started on 13, the par five, right? And uh, played very well and got to one under and then real life took over. I got ahead of myself and, and finished with an 84 like I always do. So what, just, hold, what, what holds your birdie? I birdied the, the par three, number uh, 15. So, okay. Which, which four of the guys birdied and cut, you know, five ways. So it was, okay. wasn't a very tough shot, but All right. um, had a great time. Uh, you know, uh, the course was a little damp. We but some, 84, you hit your quota, right? Yeah, I hit my quota um, right on the number. In fact, 24. So uh, did well there. It's good. I had a great time on the golf course. I okay, got home. At one o'clock, uh, in time to get some lunch and chill out a little bit for the two o'clock, you know, uh, uh, broadcast opening of Jim Nance mm. talking about uh, hello know, friends, hello <laughs> friends from Augusta, Georgia. So it was great. How about how about you? How about you, Todd? Oh man, sounds like a good day, Bill. Um, did you guys see the pregame? Uh, pregame. Uh, Jim Nance was talking about Freddie Couples win. Um, Sean, you probably know the year. Uh, Ninety-two. But I did not know. I did not know that they were a college. Went to college together. What? College, college Houston, and they knew each yeah. other before then. I think. Yeah. They yeah. Did. yeah, yeah. Nice. And so it was a great. Uh, it was a great reminiscing about um, you know that that day. And Jim Nance uh, gave shout outs to Freddie and three other roommates. And uh, I think Jim told them uh, the group of guys, one of you are going to win a major. So <laughs> it was must have been pretty cool to call it and actually present uh, be in the Butler cabin when Freddie won it. So yeah, Sean, great, uh, great day. Certainly uh, kids got back late last night from spring break. So got to hang out with them a little bit. And um, also my, my buddy at C Duncan 29 came over and we watched uh, the masters, Chris Duncan, a good friend of mine who went to Georgia state. Um, uh, we watched the masters all day together. So not only was it fun to be texting between us, but it was, it was uh, a good time to, to watch with a, a good friend. Nice. Well, let's let's go, let's go back early in the week and and talk about the week that was. Obviously, a lot of storylines coming into the Masters. We talked. We had a great conversation last week. We picked some of our winners. Uh, no one picked Patrick Reed. No one even mentioned Patrick Reed. Um, 
couple of us, you know, picked some people that were on the leaderboard. Uh, you know, yesterday I got a text from my brother that all it said was what a leaderboard. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, there was nobody you never heard of, um, but you come in with, with obviously, you know, I think the world was rooting for Tiger to, to compete. Um, he went out early, you know, after the traditional, uh, well, first of all, let's start with the par three. T- mm. uh, how about the two hole in ones that were kind of, um, went viral GT Nicholas. Uh, and that's, that's Gary Thomas Nicholas, Jack's grandson playing with Gary, Tom and Nicholas. Uh, at the time, he, his, his grandpa lets him hit the shot on the ninth hole. He swings a great swing and goes right in, right in the cup as Gary players, maybe calling it from the thing. That was pretty cool. Right. And then how about Tony Finau mm. hitting a hole in one on number seven, Bill, did you see it? Did you see the video of him running down the fairway yeah. celebrating? Yeah, the the uh, the Martin Gramatica re- yes. re- reenactment, but not <laughs> the, quite, not quite the, so high. The the violent discon- dislocation oh. of his ankle that he reaches down and snaps back into place on oh. his on those high top shoes he was wearing. Oh. People are unsure whether he's going to be able to to even play in his first Masters, and he comes back and not only plays, he's on the first page of the leaderboard the after top the 10. first day. Right, he's coming back next year. Yeah, finishes top ten. He birdied the last six holes today, I think. Yeah, I just no birdied six of the last seven. Just yeah. missed, missed eighteen uh, seven in a row. Just yeah. slid out for the for the Masters record. Um, Bill and I were texting. That course has a way of making sure the records don't get broken. Uh, yeah. Other than Jordan Spieth, who uh, you know just seems to have a bunch of them there. Um, that course just like I said, the ghosts of of the course. But let's just you know going in Thursday. I'm sure you guys got a chance to watch it. It was it was good action. Um, but really the, the, sto- the Jordan speed stole the show, right. With the 64 or the 66 late in the day. Um, just really just hit the ball exactly where we needed to. And his putting, which everyone was questioning coming in, um, was, was it stellar, right? Yeah. Came back all of a sudden. Um, obviously that place he loves, I mean, he knows how to play that course and, uh, and that 66 was a 65 until he bogeys 18, right? He had mm. you know, a bad tee shot. And so it looked like he, uh, he was going to be out and off to the races, right? And then Friday morning happened. <laughs> yeah, right? Friday morning, he starts off with a double on number one. It quickly gives away his lead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, just an interesting – And he bogeyed too also, double, <laughs> double bogey, yeah. It really shows you as, much as you as much as the public knows the back nine and especially really from amen corner in um, – it's amazing how number one is really showing itself to be a very, very difficult hole. Yeah. Um, the, the T the T shot doesn't seem that, that difficult, but you saw today the two leaders and, and granted you get down to two forty on a Sunday afternoon, uh, probably some, some adrenaline, some nerves going through those guys. You think um, Reed hits it right behind a tree mm. and Rory hits it. I mean, Nick Faldo was beside himself how far right he hit that ball. Yeah. You know, um, but did you see anything on Friday or Saturday's rounds that, that, you know, there was a little, little, con- not controversy. There was a little um, uh, excitement, I guess, whether Tiger was going to even make the cut, right? Kind, right. kind of finishes strong, uh, makes the cut comfortably by a stroke, um, and didn't play great on the weekend. But just as you said, Bill, on one of the texts, Tommy Fleetwood took Tiger's round that he needed, right? Yep, that's exactly right. I think he – he had that day, you know, on Saturday to, you know, to, to at least put yourself in position. And it really felt like to me, you know, as the tiger lover in the group, <laughs> he needed to be at just getting to under to red figures at the end of the day, Saturday, just to be in a place where he could have some fun. 
Yeah. And sure enough, if you look at what Spieth did today, I mean, he was mm-hmm. at 500 to start the day, but he put himself in a position where he could have some fun. And Tiger just couldn't get that going. Today was super stress-free for him. He had a nice day and, you know, um, that really, you know, bad bogey on 18 for him as well kept him from shooting even par, which was his goal. But I think overall, like the assessment of Tiger uh, in the cabin afterwards was was pretty uh, was pretty spot on, right? That mm-hmm. he, he knows now he 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 really missed you know what he got to experience this week, and that I think you're gonna you know see him go back into that uh, game plan and that mode of setting up his schedule in such a way that he's ready for the next you know major events as they pop up. So um, I guess my only question is. I guess he's done well enough this year to maybe move up in the rankings, but he's not guaranteed spots. Like I don't think there's sponsors exemptions, you know, into certain events. I think the open U S open would bring him in as a multiple past champion, give him an exemption. I'm not sure about the British. I don't know how that works. Is a lifetime there? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. And uh, so it'll be interesting <laughs> to see, but my, my guess is any tournament the Tigers says, I like to play in your tournament. They're probably going to say yes. Yes. Exactly. Out of way, right. Yeah. They can probably find a way, you know, Saturday really, uh, couple couple guys went deep you know obviously rory's 65 uh and ricky's 65 yeah uh set him up set him up you know to, to show that it was there for the taking and uh you know uh henrik Sensen had a good round rom came out of nowhere and and, and went deep with the 65 i believe so um really on what they thought was going to be a rough day you know if you watch the early coverage on golf channel it was, it was oh, yeah. rain, raining pretty steadily yeah um todd you probably had that that, that weather either late at you know, early in the morning, like two, three, four o'clock in the morning, as it was going across the Georgia uh, landscape. But um, it it rained, and then it rained a little bit on Reed when he was on twelve. He made that bogey on twelve, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, he had his umbrella out for a couple holes. Um, but it didn't really affect play. But it, it allowed the course to be just be soft enough that they could, you know, clearly didn't slow down the greens, which is always nice to see, right? Right. Uh, greens were were rolling great. Uh, I guess Sorry, they got that sub-air system, right? I mean, they're sucking the moisture mm. out of those things. So even when they're, they're, it pours, those greens are still going to be eminently playable, which is way too much money to even think about doing. But they did it. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you what, starting today, it really shows you what a lead can do for you, right? Mm. Uh, Reed, with a three-stroke lead, there was there was a moment there as, as we got to the second green where – a little better putt by by Rory and we're tied for the lead all of a sudden, you know, in a matter of 20 minutes, uh, you know, a bogey by Reed on the first hole and a great par by Rory. And then Rory drops it in there on, on two, six feet above the hole and just cannot convert mm. for Eagle. And then goes on to bogey the third hole um, with a, with a really bad chunk of his approach shot there. Right. And a great, a great birdie, probably one of the ones that Reed's going to look back at and say, not sure how that went in. Right. Um, Cause it was, it was, it, you know, the angle we, we saw it live was from kind of sideways and you saw it just coming down the, down the hill. Right. After we saw Stenson and Spieth and Justin Thomas and all those guys chip it down that hill and we saw the speed of it. Yeah. That, that has a chance of racing by eight, 10, 12 feet, you know, making a very difficult comeback, uh, but it hit the hole and went in. So, well, Rory had a uh, what a schizophrenic front nine. He was birdie bogey, birdie bogey, birdie bogey. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, overall, not focusing around, but we all wanted to see Phil and Tiger 
participate and do well. And they both made it and were kind of uh, relevant, but neither had the tournament that, that we wanted, even though Phil went low today, I think. Um, he, he had a good good round. 66. Uh, yeah. 66. And Tiger, uh, this is his first round in 12 rounds in a major that he finished in the red. So think about that. Um, he, he's been playing, and this is years back, obviously he hasn't played since 15 in the major, but he has been doing well. So he finished in the red, which is great for Tiger. Um, you mentioned Tommy Fleetwood. How many times did you boys see Tommy Fleetwood hit a shot today? Zero. On the Masters. Zero. Uh, I think zero. It is zero. Yes. <laughs> it's just, yesterday he was all over. I have no idea how he did. I didn't look him up, but – God, it's so fickle. Uh, the final round of, of any major is so fickle. I mean, this guy was right in contention. You saw him Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we didn't see him at all today. So, Look, we saw the important things. We saw Hoffman's hole-in-one. We saw Cameron Smith have a good run. We saw Paul Casey try to flirt with history. What a great – yeah, what a great – Yeah, but I mean, look, if Tommy Fleet was just going to struggle around par today, you ain't getting on camera, baby. No, no, I, <laughs> yeah. get, I get it. I, I'm just saying you knew yeah. he, wasn't, he wasn't doing anything yeah. good. Yeah. Um, it is it is kind of neat though when you're watching the coverage. Even when you're watching the coverage, and it, it they were showing. Uh, so it must have been Fowler. I'm trying to think of who was the group at two in front of of the leaders. So it would have been Stenson and Fleet. Uh, Stenson and and um, who yeah, it? whoever. Because Jordan Bubba. And, and Bubba. Yeah. yeah. Someone was putting on three, and you heard this massive roar through Vern Lundquist's thing, and you knew that that Rory or or Reed had hit it close. Someone on did two. something good. Right. Yeah. Like like it's funny how you the base and they're, and they're like let's go to number two instead of saying this just happened a minute ago they say let's go to number two and watch Rory and then you know so it, it's kind of cool and then they they're like here's here's Charlie Hoffman on sixteen I'm like wait a second they just jumped to sixteen. Yeah, you know, twenty twenty five groups ahead of the leaders. I'm guessing what what's going to happen here. You know? So even Vern says something nice. He goes, "Watch this shot." I mean, he was pretty open about it. He knew. Yeah, I, I'm begging for golf coverage to institute the the uh, pump fake like in basketball. Every time they cut, you know, it's a chip in. It's a long putt. It's like. <laughs> They need a pump fake every once in a while. And like, show, show a shank. Just a shank, <laughs> just a, a lip out. It's, you know, I love that Charlie Hoffman and his his reaction was so genuine. And yeah. You know, high five, but you knew when he hit it, I'm like, God, here's another ace at 16. And there's only 20 ever, right? On 20 ever, yeah. Yeah. But, again, um, I would love for Golf uh, Coverage Institute, the, the, the pump fake, if you will. So, A couple others. Uh, moments i thought that i really enjoyed today how about jordan hitting it on the over the water on 12 and kind of getting real excited he could pump this pumped his that arms was cool. That was real cool. and, yeah. and then drops in the 25 foot curling putt uh a little bit longer line than reed made on that hole hey and i'm gonna jump in um sean and and tell me to go away if you want to but I, you can't say enough even though he stumbled on 18 and uh you can't say enough about jordan 64 today i mean yeah um, he was te- he was nine strokes out coming in. He was playing with probably his best friend growing up. You see all the pictures of those guys playing junior golf together. You knew they were. Uh, you knew that he he was going to be comfortable and and could go low. Gosh, he made it exciting. Um, and subsequently, you know, Pat Reed just money uh, to win it. I'm sure we'll get there. But uh, just I can't say enough about Jordan's uh, final round. And if you want to talk about Ricky's final round. He was so like benign for so long. Just everyone's party. Well, he, yeah, he was one over. He was one over through on the seven? nine. 
Yeah, through seven. Then he went yeah. he birdie on eight. Birdie, birdie. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, he was so benign, and you're like, he needs to be birding. Well, he's not, then he's done. And next thing you know, he's right in there. Right in the and uh, solo second. So what a fantastic, fantastic. I'll tell you, for me, the, 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 the shot of the tournament is Patrick Reed's bank shot on 13. It doesn't go in the yeah. He's got a very playable shot that he ends up just parring the hole anyways. He doesn't get – I mean, he doesn't birdie either one of those par fives, which he should have birdied both, right? Right. right. And so he he did everything he could to make it interesting. He he he. Those are things he look back on. If he'd had a, a bogey somewhere else, those two holes would have been the demise of Patrick Reed. But he didn't let it happen. You know, he uh, he hit great shots and 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 made a really good save on seventeen, the two putt on eighteen. Um, you know, he made it a little bit more exciting than he needed to, but uh, he those are just little footnotes in history that we won't think about anymore. Like he and, on the back nine, he did, he parred 13 and 15 and won the tournament. That doesn't happen a lot. Right. Yeah. Well, exactly. Sean, you, Sean, you mentioned that, you know, champions get lucky, Yeah. you know, and yeah. you're exactly right. Um, God, I forget what hole you guys can help me out, but he, you know, he, he hit the pin and uh, only went by three feet. 17. Oh. 17. Oh. I mean, he would have he would have blown by probably 15 feet, 12, 15 Absolutely. Feet, right? And he still left himself a four-and-a-half footer, which was solid. I mean, that's when I, I, I texted you guys and I said, this guy's got stones. I mean, yeah. he, he made – All he week ma- he made long putts, chips. Yeah, yeah. All week, yeah. He made – did you see the, the stat of uh, his average on, on the par fives was like 3.8? eight or something like that prior to today yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> unbelievable yeah he was on number two when they showed that three three eight seven or something was his average on yeah just, yesterday helped a lot right yeah but his uh you know his putting uh you know as as usually is the case his he, he was probably top 10 in putting uh, this yeah. week um i think the champion though, the champion usually is right usually pretty close uh, yeah. as far as yeah, yeah. And, and nothing bothered him right he just i mean most drives were in the fairway even if when he got Close to stymied, he'd punch out. He, he didn't. He avoided the big blow up. And I, I, I think that might speak to, to you know his demeanor. Maybe is what creates the uh, the not love or the the. It's not animosity. I don't think people hate him. I just think people don't like him. Right. He's still and, for him. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I think I think his demeanor adds to that, or is because of that. Right. Um, you know, uh, Bubba tries to be genuine. Bubba tries to be likable. People just don't like Bubba because he's you know, certainly he blames his caddy for bad shots and things like that. Patrick is really, I don't know if he takes this me against the world, but I'll tell you the the other guys on the tour seem to like playing with him in the Ryder Cup and seem like playing with him in the President's Cup. I, th- um, I think they respect him, Sean. Yeah. Yep. And there, there's no guy I'd rather want on my Ryder Cup or President Cup's team than than Pat Reed. Obviously. Yeah. There's other guys that are better, but you want him on there. Um, but as far as stroke play in a major or regular tournament, he's low on my list to root for. Yeah, um, he re- he reminds me he reminds me of what, like a Russell Westbrook. Always has a snarl on his face. You know, uh, you know, pounds his chest a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. But but you know I, I, I you know I'll, and I'll go a little deeper. I won't go we won't go uh, we won't spend this whole time bashing Patrick Reed. We won't go Dr. Phil. <laughs> no, we won't go that path. But, but you know, what, what happens is when he, when he comes to the forefront of the masters, like he did all of a sudden with social media, <laughs> things rise to the surface and bubble up, you know, like I, you maybe maybe I just never really liked Patrick Reed, but then, then you get to read some stuff and who knows what's true, but you know, there sure. were some allegations at Georgia and then even some people at Augusta state had some not kind things to say about him. Um, so it's, it's been this pattern through his life of, um, you know, kind of, um, 
you know, just kind of rubbing people the wrong way. Sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe Baker Mayfield-ish. Yeah, maybe it's something like that. If you yeah, Johnny chip. Manziel. You know. Yeah, same big, sort of thing. Yeah. Big chip on his shoulder, big me against the world. Right. Um, what surprised me, and this is his sixth win on the PGA Tour. Yeah. And he's got one WGC. So he's yeah. got a, he's got a major WGC and, and, and four other wins. Um, gosh. And, and, and obviously Ryder Cup and President Cup uh, success, so – He's, he's got all the skills in the world, right? Just, he didn't win last year, but in, I'm in this fantasy league for 15 years now of golf. And he's been on the radar of, of our league for a long time. He's a good player, right? I mean, he's yeah. last three, four years. Uh, so, uh, but, but, you know, just would have much liked to have seen anybody else in the, <laughs> of the six guys behind him win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I, I picked Spieth going in, so I was rooting for him, but I yeah. certainly wouldn't Ricky. Um, Sean, I can't remember. You picked Tiger, Bill. We'll give you a pass on that. Wait, wait. Sean. I said Tiger or, and then I've had this really. Uh, no, you picked Tiger. Sean, who did you pick? <laughs> I, picked, I picked Henrik Stenson. Okay. And then well, I, picked, I picked Justin Thomas, and then Henrik Stenson was my kind of my second pick. But, and my second pick was well, someone who had well, won the Masters before. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Which was also a fail. So. It was. It was. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, You're so, right. Sorry. Sorry, Bill. Fourth, uh, fourth winner. Uh, fourth winner in a row. Uh, American has won the last four majors uh, and all first-time winners. Um, so, if if that trend continues, Ricky, uh, Kucher, uh, you know, ha- there's some guys with chances that I are good players, but um, you know, it, it'll seem like a long time, but but not really. We got six weeks or so until the U.S. Open hits hits Shinnecock. We have TPC um, before then, right? TPC is before then. TPC is in May. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, we have – they go to Sea Pines this week, uh, and then I believe uh, maybe Zurich Classic in New Orleans. Mm. Um, then I think they hit somewhere else before they go to TPC. I can't think of where. Um, oh, I think the uh, – isn't the Wells Fargo, the, the Wakovia? In the North Carolina. Before? Yeah, yeah that, that's the week before. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, it, it's funny. If you go through history and you look at all the Butler Cabin interviews – the guys, when they say, this is my first major, I think they all say it with a conviction that they're going to get more. All <laughs> right. Right? It's yeah. why they're as good as they are. Yeah, yet how many guys have won multiple majors? You know, it'd be interesting to – Todd, you're quick on the trigger. Type that out. How many players with multiple majors? Um, I'll do one of this. And I'll give you this schedule uh, for, the, for the golf lovers yeah. out there. So they're off yeah. to the RBC Heritage in Hilton Head, South Carolina this week. Uh, the Valero Texas Open, they just jumped back to Texas real quick. Oh, that's right. Left them behind. Yep. Then off to Zurich in uh, New Orleans, and then the Wells Fargo in Charlotte, and then the players, uh, May 10th through May 13th. And then they do the Florida, then they Texas. They go right? back to Texas, Byron Nelson, Fort, uh, then you get the Fort Worth Invitational, and then the Memorial, right? Yep. The St. Jude, and then the Open. And then the Open. So seven, seven eight weeks, and Tiger said he's going to take some time off. And my guess is he'll come back at the Memorial. That, that would be my guess if I had to pick. Uh, yeah. He'll come back to play Jack's tournament. Uh, of course, he's won it five times. Um, a course that's going to be fast greens and tight fairways. Uh, a nice, you know, even though Shinnecock is a more of a, a link style course. I bet you he, he, um, maybe the Wells Fargo and the Memorial. What do you think? Or the TPC? I guess. I guess you know. If the, can he play? Is he allowed to play the TPC? Who <laughs> Tiger? Yeah. Why not? I know. Oh, I, I mean, the, the players. It's invitation only, right? You got to be in the. Series. I think. The I top, think. Whatever. That's true, but I think he's. His high his, place. His last with, open was what year? Two thousand eight. His last, the last open he won. So this might be, yeah, the last open he won. Yeah, this is ten years. For the so open. I think this might be his. 
it may be a 10 year on the U S open champion. I think you might be right. Um, so, yeah. so but they, they've exempted people into that before. I mean, of course even Jack played in it, you know, and some other things. So they'll do special things, Yeah, but he well, might, he might play his way in. You never know. Right. It, it'll Tying be interesting to see if this, rank. if this victory for Patrick Reed gives him any type of rejuvenation, any type of uh crack in the armor. Does he go on, you know, does he, does he go to New York city and do the, <laughs> we don't have Letterman anymore. Does he do the, you know, the, the Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon show, like, like Sergio, you know, Sergio really became likable uh, last year after winning, you know, married. <laughs> yeah. Fred, Fred Ridley talked about that in Butler cabin. Don't you think when he, he quickly just said, thanks so much for what you did with the green jacket around the world. He had yeah. a blast with that thing. Yeah. Really promoted the game, promoted Augusta uh, national. So, um, so I I, Patrick Reed's, uh, next year, but it definitely was Sergio's last year. I'm the biggest Sergio apologist. I've always been a Sergio <laughs> fan, and I was so glad he won last year. But when he put a 13 on 15, Ooh, on a 10 cup, 10 but, cup. But then here's what here's why it drove me crazy. <laughs> he goes, I hit five perfect shots, and they went in the water. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, they weren't. They weren't perfect because all five went in the water. No, 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 Todd. Let me have this conversation with you, right? Yeah. In, uh, here we go. Come on. In putting, yeah. If 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 I hit a putt exactly where I'm aiming with the exact speed I was trying to hit it with, yeah. In my putt. in my mind, it's a perfect putt. They right. don't all go in. So maybe Sergio was trying to expand that to go, I hit it exactly like I wanted to, exactly where I was aiming. I hit it perfectly, but it went in the water. Would you, this, would you hit the same putt five times, Bill? I don't know. Probably if not. If you hit it two over five times, you do And I love Sergio, but I was like, Sergio, just after the first time, throw it 15 yards over and then take your medicine and – and move on, right? Hey, sure. Todd, you know, you know, it's a, the hashtag because sports about that. Yeah. He made a two on the next hole. That's oh, awesome. he, he birdied after he 13. Unbelievable, <laughs> yeah. right? So oh. his scorecard score went 13 2. That's just, oh. unbe- you know. And that's the mind of a golfer. He doesn't give a sh- uh, crap about anything. He hit it the way he wanted to hit it. He's like, screw it. I'm going to birdie the next hole and move on. And uh, <laughs> unbelievable. It was great. That was great. So the worst part for Sergio, though, is you know he wanted to get the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> He's got to stick around for the whole tournament, right? I know, right? He's got to hand the jacket over. It sucks when the Masters You know what, though? The cut. I, I, I might disagree with you because there's probably something pretty cool about being a member at Augusta. True. Um, you're and when, right. you're, when you're a Masters champion, you become a member for life. Um, and it's just something really cool. Uh, you know, hey, Sean, uh, Tiger today when they interviewed him, he said, you know, Bill, on it. I'm just so glad to be a part of it and missed it. And he, and uh, he goes, the last three, four or five years, I've just eaten dinner in Augusta. I just come here and eat. That's <laughs> so, that was so funny. I was like, that's great. Been here for meals. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. fun time. Always, you know, once again, it's that, it's that tournament we all love because we, we know every corner, we know every nook, we know, um, we, you know, we know the, the way the ball is going to break when it hits, we see the, the shots, is, right? Oh, it's just unbelievable. You know? And, and you just, I, you could tell like when Patrick Reed, especially with shot link, you could tell it on 15, he hit it too far left and he was going to have to play around those trees. Um, you know, it's just, you know, Bill though, isn't it funny? You didn't respond to my text, but Ooh. you know, um, Call I think, out. I think it was, <laughs> wow, well, I'm sorry. It's I just, but, but you know, Reed pounds that ball on 18 and is 20 yards short of the bunkers. And go back to 1986 when Sandy Lyle, or 1988 when Sandy Lyle won. Yeah. You know he hits persimmon wood off the off the 
you know, the tee box is way up front way up. into the, into the second bunker. Yeah. And remember he hits the beautiful shot out over the bunker yeah. and, 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 and makes birds a win. But back in the day, they had to hit those big high fades, right? They had right. to today. They, they can take a three with dead at those traps and not get there. Right. Have right. Or someone like Rom, you know, just takes it at those things with the, with his massive cut. But yeah. And, and, or Bubba rips it around with a, with a big hook. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just amazing how long, you know, that hole is, I think 480. Mm. uphill and i'm telling you we've talked about it before it's it's three times as steep as it looks on television right factor that in it is super steep up that hill and um like you're out of breath by the time you walk from that tee box up that hill um at least i was but 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 you know a couple one last thing i want to point out um that, that was really fun when they were talking about the record for most consecutive birdies at augusta i was there the one ter- the one round I've been to Augusta mm. was Saturday in 1999. The third round was in Steve 1999. Pate. Steve Pate did it that year, and right. I'm sitting up at the 18th. T- uh, um, he he played late in that day, so I'm sitting up at 18, watching the scoreboard go up every single time, and the place is going nuts because it just kept you know popping them up. Eight, up, nine, up. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. You could, yeah, you just see the number keep going up by a by a stroke every time or down, you know, in the red. Um, and Great turning question. What's really Steve Pate's? Fun. Steve Pate's nickname was uh, Volcano. Volcano, yes. Yeah, hey, Bill. He, he was a hothead, dude. He, in <laughs> fact, let me tell you one last story. I have in my possession um, from 1996. It was Tiger Woods' scorecard from the '96 Masters. Oh, I'm sorry, U.S. Open '96 U.S. Open. So he wasn't a might have been '96 or '97. Steve Pate was his marker. He was he had Tiger's card, right? So you have. Um, uh, uh, Steve Pate that that tournament had gone like he had a, a triple and a bogey to finish at that round of the U.S. Open that I have the scorecard from <laughs> and he had to attest Tiger's score because right he had double checker and the signature was like he broke the lead angry. Like, He's angry. <laughs> it was the most angry looking signature you could ever imagine and Tiger says Eldrick Woods because <laughs> he was Eldrick that's awesome he had to, couldn't sign a Tiger uh, sure. Yeah, it's just a piece. I had a friend that has a friend of a friend who was the worked at the museum of the uh, USGA, and they those cards they don't keep them. They just you know hand them out. Of wow. So Bill, you're you're a baseball guy, and you saw Wrigley Field get lights. Uh, in your yeah. in your lifetime, will you ever see ma- the Masters tournament with an electronic scoreboard? Oh hell no, and I wouldn't allow it. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I hope they'd never do it. Now I do want. Now, you never thought there'd be lights at Wrigley, right? I want shot leak on every hole. <laughs> I want shot link on every hole. That's it was nice on the few they put it on. Let us have it. Just give us that technology. But those, I love those scoreboards. I talked about it earlier in the week. You know, on when I'm online, I leave it the way they have it. I leave it relation to par because yeah. I love looking at that. You can't get it any other week. It's always the British the uh, Open Championship. Yeah, that was a great shot by CBS. It was from the camera behind number nine, I think. And they showed the you know the guys behind the thing. They showed it with the windows down. Yeah. But you could see the guy behind grinning as he yeah. pushed it up, right? And it was fantastic. Speed, yeah. yep. speed when when speed fourteen hundred. Yes, yes. Yeah. When speed made made uh, made birdie, it was it was really cool. On sixteen, um, boom. On yeah, sixteen, yeah. yeah. And it just you know I I think everyone sitting around eighteen green knew what it was. They just wanted to see it, right? And but the way the guy was like grinning as he was pushing it up, and Muirfield Village still. You know, Jack's, Jack's, you know, love of, of the Masters, 18th hole still has the big manual scoreboard on all the, uh, on all the holes. Doesn't um, Fenway, Fenway still has a manual scoreboard do, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'll tell you, you know. That and, and, and Wrigley Field does in center field. 
Yeah. My, my favorite moment from Spieth has got to be when that puck goes in on 16, he looks over at, at Mike. He and goes, says, can you believe it? No, he says, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. He said it. It. I mean, like, that's what we're all thinking. He just said the same thing. Are you kidding me? It went in. It was, yeah. He shot a 64 today. Could have been a 62. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. What a day. Well, I mean, think about the guts of that guy. He shoots a 66, has two very benign rounds, second and third round. Yeah. And hey, he shoots a 64. One wow. more thing. One more thing about etiquette. You know, obviously, Jordan, the world loves Jordan. Every mom loved me. You know, Ronda. Deservedly so, yeah, so far. Yeah, but, no doubt, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, but but how how about Ricky Fowler standing there, first one to hug Patrick Reed? Uh, you know, waiting outside Butler cabin. Yeah. Great uh, guy. You know, just, I, you know, when he wins his first uh, and, you know, just think about this guys, Mickelson, I, I keep scratching my head. He's won six. Five. Like, no, he's won three masters. He's won the British open. He's won the PGA. That's five. Yeah. Three, four, five. Yeah. He, he should have had seven, a couple of us open. Okay. I thought he was <laughs> at six. Okay. Sorry. I'm not good at math, but I'm no pretty, good. Good, yeah. good correction. Sorry, there. sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, but 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 no, that's okay. But um, it forever. People he said it's still ever going to win one. How old was he to win his first? Thirty. Think about that. People said it's still ever going to win one, and he's thirty-four. He's now five. You know, and it's just yeah. it's crazy, right? He turned so forty-eight this year. So it was about thirty. It was probably thirty-five, thirty-six when he won his first. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. And I did. I do have a, a standing bet with a buddy of mine back in Phoenix, a guy I played golf with all those years. He'll always call with a, 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 the same bet. He goes, okay, over, under, age 32 for the champion. I like it. I took under, of course. you got to go under every my, time. Yeah. Mike, yeah, you got to go under. So, so Todd, did you, did you find out how many people have more than two majors? I, you know what? Um, it would take a little research. There's no site for that, but I could count. So. Maybe that's next week at the stare down. I can uh, I can let you know. Yeah, I just I'd be curious to know how many guys have one, right? And then and then how many have you know? We can name a bunch: Webb Simpson, Martin Keimer, <laughs> Trevor, Trevor Edelman, Trevor Edelman, uh, uh, Schwartzel, Louis. Does Louis have two? Louis has uh, one. One. I mean, it'd be fun just to try but to name them. It's almost funny when you think of the people with two. Zach Johnson, Steve Jones, you know, like, uh, you know, I mean, that's crazy, oh, right? Sean McKeel, does he have two? Lee Jansen, one? no, Sean McKeel has one. Yeah, one. Lee Jansen has two, right? Lee he Jansen has two, two U.S. Opens. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, crazy. He won, uh, he Who's won. the guy who beat Mickelson and Wingfoot? Um, the, the, Br- the British uh, guy. Jeff Ogilvie. Yeah, he has one, yeah. Jeff Ogilvie, yeah. That'd that's be a drinking good. game if we're ever in the same bar. We can. Brooks Kepka. Justin Jeez. Thomas. <laughs> oh, oh! By the way, Danny Willett, who I think yeah, exactly. is the worst major champion of all time. <laughs> yes, yes. He so may be a great guy, but wow, he's disappeared, huh? That was not fun. And so, Kepka, Kepka's disappeared too. That was last year, right, or two years ago? Okay, I've yeah. got all the single majors winners. You want them? Yeah, really? let's roll through them. Tommy Bro. Aaron, George Archer, Gabe Brewer, Charles Cootie, Fred Couples. No. Yes. Yeah, Fred Couples only won nineteen eighty-two majors. Sergio, Bob. That's Gordon. it. Yeah, Claude Harmon, Trevor Immelman, Herman Kaiser, Larry Mize, Patrick Reed, Charles Schwartz, Adam Scott, Craig Stadler, Artwall, Artwall Jr., Mike Weir, Danny Willett, Ian Woosnam. There you go. And then, that's it? Yeah, that's it. There that's the only know. one-time Masters winners or major winners? No, that's, I'll keep going. There's more. Ian Woosnam, uh, Lori Ocherlone, Tommy Bolt, Billy Burke, Michael Campbell. Oh, Michael Campbell, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he won at Pinehurst. He yeah. won at Pinehurst. Uh, Chick Evans, Johnny Farrell, Jack Fleck, James Fulis, Ed Fergal, Jim Furyk, Lucas Glover. Johnny Goodman, Lou Graham, Fred Hurd, Dustin Johnson, Steve Jones. Lou Graham. Lou Josh, Graham. Whoa, whoa. Dustin Lou, Johnson won one major? That's it. Lou, yeah, U.S. Open uh, yep, that I saw it. it. 
at a at a yeah, local my mind is blown. My mind's blown. Wait, Steve Jones, Tom Kite, Brooks Kepka, Lawson Little, Gene Littler, Joe Lloyd, Willie McFarland, <laughs> Tony Monero, Lloyd Mangrum, Dick Mayer, Graham McDowell, Fred McLeod, yep. Moody, Jeff Ogilvy. Francis, we met. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good one, though. That's a made, good a Disney, <laughs> made a Disney movie after him. Sam's Parks, keep going. Sam Parks. Justin Jr. Johnson's Jr. won one major. Jerry, yes, Jerry Pate, Corey Pavin. We forget about him. Horace, that, was, that was at Shinnecock. Last Shinnecock. one went at Shinnecock. Horace Rollins, Justin Rose, Alec Ross, George Sargent, Scott Simpson, Webb Simpson, Willie Smith, Jerome Travers, Ken Venturi, Cyril Walker, Lou Warsham, William Ocherlone, John Ball, Ian Baker Finch. Amanda Hugg and Kiss. David Brown, Jack Burns, Dick Burton, Mark Calcavecchia, Bob Charles, Stuart Sink, Darren Clark. Wow, ben, Sink won the British, yeah. Ben Curtis, Fred Daly. Ben Curtis. Ben Curtis, ben Curtis and Katie Willett should hang out together. <laughs> Roberto, Roberto DiVincenzo, George Duncan, David Duvall, Max Falk. That's unbelievable. Willie Fernie, Todd Hamilton. There's another. Arthur oh, Todd Haver, Hamilton. Arthur Haver, Sandy Hurd, Tom Kidd, Hugh Kirkaldi, Paul Lowry. Good one. Tom Lehman. Tony Lima, Justin Leonard, uh, Wow, Maud Massey, Kel Nagel, Louis Oosthuizen, Alf Pagum, Mungo Park. Good old Mungo. Oh, Y.E.A. Y.E.A. I'm, I'm going to call yet. it. I'm going to call it. Alf Perry, Bill Rogers, Jack Simpson, Henrik Stenson, Andrew Strath, Tom Weisskopf, Reg Whitcomb, Jack White, Paul Azinger, Jerry Barber, Rich Beam, Keegan Bradley, Marks Brooks, Walter Rich Beam, Tom Creevy, Jason Day, Jason Duffner, Steve Elkington, Jim Ferrier, Dow Finsterwald, Al Geigerberger, Vic Gezi, Wayne Grady, Bob Hamilton, Chick Harbert, Chandler Harper, Jay Herbert, Lionel Herbert, Don January, Davis Love III, John Mahaffey, Dave Marr, Sean McKeel, Bobby Nichols, John Revolta, Bob Rosberg, Jeff Sluman, Hal Sutton, Justin Thomas, David Toms, Jim Ternesa, Bob Tway, Lanny Watkins, Jimmy Walker, and Y.E. Yang. Y.E. Yang. <laughs> Wait, wow. Wayne, Wayne Grady hosts Let's Make a Deal and won a major? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I'm so confused. So, so there were a lot of names in there, right, that just popped out at you that we didn't know. All right, so, Bill, I'll, I'll throw this to you. <laughs> What's your awful dream foursome? Major foursome. What's your what's your awful I'm gonna go with my awful dream major foursome. I'm gonna go Danny Willett. <laughs> ben Curtis. I'm gonna go Ben Curtis. I'm gonna hey, go Y.E. Wang. <laughs> I'm gonna go Y.E. Wang and I'm gonna throw in a Todd Hamilton. I was gonna go Todd Hamilton, yeah. He Can anyone argue with that awful major? <laughs> that's that's pretty with all the respect to those guys, because they have four more majors than I do. Right. I get but wow, what a group. What a group. Oof. Oof. That's amazing. That that's you you just named off, you know, eighty players or something like that that have a lot won of a major. That only have yeah. one major, yep. And then you and just some think of these of, are from 1902 and 1891, right? And, and 25 of those are, you know, Jason Duffner. Uh, yeah, people that are still guys active. that you're like, wow, they only won one. Okay, yeah, so far, yeah, yeah. Anyways. I mean, that's that's amazing. Um, how many people have have won one? And then when you start really starting to look at the the Rory's, you know, with with multiple, and Phil with five, and Tiger obviously with his 14. But unbelievable how how much it separates. Bubba with two, right? Um, you know, all due respect to the guy. Patrick Reed wins another one. Justin Thomas wins another one. Jordan's got, Jordan's got three. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah he you does. Know? Yep. Um, you know, he'll be he'll be aiming for. He'll he'll set his sights on Bell Reeve. You know, um, repeat Open champion, right? Well, well, but PGA would be his his career Grand Slam if he can win the PGA. And hey, that's Pat, Bell, Patrick Harrington has three. Larry Nelson has three. 
How's yeah, that? Larry Nelson has two PGAs in the US yeah, Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hale Irwin has three. All of them opens. That's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, right? Yeah. How many is uh, Ernie Els? Ernie Els has, has three five opens, right? Tom Watson has five uh, open championships. Opens. Yeah, exactly. And, and any others or just Tom, Tom Watson? Yeah. Tom Watson, much like Arnold Palmer, never won the PGA. Right. Where's Tom? Tom has uh, two op- two Masters, an Open, wow. Wow. five British Opens, and no PGA of all. Things. And he he has the Open that that Nicholas should have won. I mean, ah, gotcha. You know, he chipped yeah. in at, at Pebble Beach. You know, Arnold Palmer never won the, the PGA. Um, so Arnold Palmer and Tom Watson are not on the list of career Grand Slams. There's only five. Yeah, yeah, right. You're right. It's only five, and, and Rory, Rory or Jordan have been the you know obviously the, the really the only chance of active players to Phil 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 could win yeah, Shinnecock. Got Sarazen player. We talked saw it all today. Hogan, Luke, Nicholas, and Hogan. Yeah, those are the five. Yeah, yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, this so, is uh, a great a great Wikipedia page for anybody that wants. It's called List of Men's Major Championships Winning Golfers. It's very good. So. Major major champions is is something that you know Patrick Reed is gonna. I don't know if he'll sleep tonight. I don't know if he'll sleep tonight. You know, you know. Yeah. I guess if you're if you're gonna win one, win one where you have a lifetime exemption uh, to the club. Yeah. Win one he where you Gus, have. He went to Augusta State. Yeah. Yeah. Not not that you know. Um, I, I misspoke when you said Corey Pavin. Corey Pavin won it at uh, Shinnecock. U.S. Uh, Open. Right. Uh, Retief Goosen was the last one to win there. Uh, last time they played. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Retief Goosen right. with two U.S. Opens. That was a putting um, exhibition. That, that, was, oh. that was the one. Stewart's. We had some people just missing putts left and right at that Shinnecock Hills, and it was the one that really they, upset a lot they, of players. They syringed the greens in between shots. It was oh, so. Bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'll really be interesting to see if the USGA comes back and makes the course, you know, obviously playable uh, for that. Way, so major thumbs down to Shinnecock. I, I when I drove out to on Long Island this summer, past Shinnecock, you can't even go near the property. Not not only can you not see the court, you can't go anywhere near it. You're not allowed anywhere. Really? That's cool. Yeah, that's uncool. Super secluded. And there yeah. That's why I loved when I was in Philadelphia this month or last month and I, I drove right up, you know, went to the clubhouse and, yeah. and you know, yeah. was able to buy a hat and yeah. pretty cool. No, no, All right, boys, we, we spent a lot of time on the major, uh, on, on the masters as we should. Let's, let's just uh, quickly hit on, on some other things. Uh, Todd, I do want to, start how about how about man city versus man uh was it manchester united yeah the derby in in quite a game uh manchester city could have clinched the premier league uh they're going to probably win it they got to just win one more game um or have other things happen but uh they were up two nothing and then quickly gave up three goals right kind of a fun game to watch so yeah uh Bill mentioned the Derby, and uh, believe it or not, it's called a Darby, even though... Sorry. You, no, no, no. I only know because I listen, because to me it's a Derby, and then I hear the guys on NBCSN going, the Derby, and I'm like, oh, it's a Derby. Are you sure it's not their British accent just making Derby sound like Derby? Uh, I'll, go with, I'll go with that. Hey, okay. Todd, it's, it's also Leicester and not Leicester, so... <laughs> Leicester, yes. So, anyway, there's nothing like a, a Derby. Uh, we'll call Derby... But think about it, Sean. In our world, we call Alabama Auburn. That would be the equivalent of Derby or Florida, Florida State. It's it's beyond that. It's yeah. these towns that are separated by like ten miles. It's more like high school. You know, it's like you know, England's so compact and that every city has a club. So Manchester City, Manchester United. So Man City was going for the quad. Uh, that's the League Cup, the uh, Champions League. The league title, and there's one other. I'm just, I'm just forgetting. But anyway, 
They are down 3 nothing to Liverpool in the Champions League in the first leg on Thursday. So they're already down uh, 3 nothing. They play the second leg on Tuesday. If Liverpool scores one goal, the tiebreaker's away goals. Um, mm. It would be hard to beat them, right? So they're, they got that, and they have this derby against Manchester United. They're up 2 nothing in the first half. It should be, if you watch that match, it should be 4-5-6-0. I mean – had unbelievable chances. So at halftime, people were like, is this the greatest Manchester team of all time? <laughs> Manchester United so – fast forward, Manchester United scores three goals, went 3-2, unbelievably. And people were asking, what's wrong with Man City? They lost <laughs> – they're down to Liverpool in the Champions League. They lost uh, a 2 nothing lead. But, yeah, um, great week uh, for soccer. Um Liverpool played Everton, which is another derby. Uh, Everton's uh, team inside Liverpool, and they're like literally five miles from each other. So, that's cool. um, yeah, an exciting week in, in soccer for sure. So, Tuesday, if you're bored, check the Champion League's second leg, Manchester City, Liverpool. It's in Manchester City. Uh, Liverpool's up 3 nothing. So, here you go. Cindy and I had dinner at the Bayern, the Munich Bayern Football Club. Host restaurant, the Hofbrau House. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. Oh, so all nice. kinds of Bayern Munich gear everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Bill, I've been at the actual Hofbrau House in Munich. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, that's cool. And when I saw your picture with the steins, the giant steins with the little yep. dimples in it, the the yeah. oh yeah, that, very cool. That's awesome. That's cool. awesome. So, Bill, in a sport close to us, we're both wearing our, our hockey hats tonight. Uh, both our teams from our respective cities make the playoffs. Uh, Tampa Bay gets in as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They will start their uh, Stanley Cup run versus the New Jersey Devils, the mm-hmm. number two wild card uh, in, the, in the league. And, and Columbus, the Blue Jackets, make their second playoffs in a row, uh, once again still seeking their first playoff series victory. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been knocked out the last two times by the Penguins. They didn't really want to play the Penguins. They, they played them on Thursday. They lost a five, four overtime game, which when they went to Nashville this past weekend, uh, if, if they lost in any form or fashion, regulation, overtime or shootout, they were going to play the Capitals. If they won, they were going to play the Penguins. Um, as you can imagine, they, they rested most of their starters and uh, were satisfied with a four, two loss. Uh, we're going to play the Capitals, which, is the Metro's number one team. Uh, so obviously a, a, a tough thing, but if there's a team that has a difficult time getting through the playoffs, uh, it's the Washington Capitals. So Not we'll just see the what playoffs, happens. But the first round of the playoffs. The first round, yeah. yeah. So they, you know, pressure's on them. If, if Columbus could somehow steal a game early in that series, I don't, I don't, they, they haven't, I don't think the NHL's released when those games are going to be yet, have they? Are they waiting until tonight? No, I don't think they have. No, not. Yeah. So probably going to start either Thursday or Friday. Uh, also Bruins, Maple Leafs, and uh, Penguins, Flyers, a nice Pennsylvania showdown. Uh, over in the West, Nashville versus Colorado. Good to see Colorado back in the playoffs after yeah. uh, many, many years that they were a dominant team with Patrick Waugh in the goal. Winnipeg and Minnesota. Um, that's a nice Minnesota. Bo- yeah, a nice border border war there. Our Vegas Golden Knights uh, taking the number one seed in the Pacific. They're going to play the Los Angeles Kings. Um, and then the Anaheim Ducks and San Jose Sharks, two teams that are always uh, usually making making noise in the West. Two teams you don't see in there, you don't see St. Louis, and you don't see Detroit. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah or the Rangers. Or the Rangers. So, wow. uh, yeah, been a, been a while since those teams have been out. Um, let's jump over to NBA. 
Philadelphia. How about that game against the Cavs the other night? They jump up to a 30-point lead. LeBron brings it back. They basically get it down to a last play of the game. LeBron goes up for a, a three-point shot, controversial, whether he was shooting or not. He gets three, three free throws from the line to, to win the game. Misses the first – or misses, makes the first, misses the second. Has to try and miss the third on purpose. Philadelphia hangs on. They now have the third seed with a couple games to go. Phillies won 14 straight, guys. Um, this team with Ben Simmons and uh, legit. and Markel legit. Fultz playing back, yeah. Yep. So they're going to probably play the Heat. Uh, looks like Cavs Pacers. Looks like Toronto versus the Wizards. Um, we'll see what happens there. Um, so Philly won 14 straight. In the West, I'm kind of excited because it looks like as of right now, uh, if the season ended right now, Warriors Thunder in the first round. Mm. Five, five game series with the Warriors playing. It is still five games in the first round, right? Yes. Mm. Or has it, has it moved to no, seven? I, I thought it. it I think we yeah. talked about this last year at the same time. Yeah. So Thunder beat uh, Houston last night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so could be could be interesting on that. Now it's funny because the Warriors are locked into the second spot. They they can't lose any or win any to change their spots. They're either going to play the Thunder or the Spurs. Um, two pretty good teams. <laughs> two pretty good teams with uh, with good coaches, Bill Donovan and um, uh, drawing a blank on the guy in San Antonio's name. Popovich. Oh, Pop- Popovich. Popovich. Yeah. yeah, Popovich, Coach Popovich. So hey, sh- hey, Sean, you uh, you skipped over the East. Um, how about Kyrie Irving being? Oh man, that's that's interesting now because they're a two seed, right? And they're they're going to be the two seed no matter what. But they don't have you know. Well, go back to the beginning of the season. Hayward, Kyrie. Oh wow, Hayward! I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so my guess is they. You know, the, all talk was Hayward was maybe going to come back for the playoffs. I think they probably put a kibosh on that now. Shelf that. Um, yeah, shelf yeah. that. Um, it's Toronto. This is if there's a year for Toronto to step up and, and say they can do it. It's, it's this year, right? With with you know with with Boston probably now going to face. You know, I, I don't think they reseed it in the NBA. So if if no, Cleveland, Cleveland's four or five, um, they'll play uh, Toronto in the second round. Um, you know, so so that that two three Philly Philly could could make it into the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Um, Young team, once again, they the word they use there is processed. Uh, big year had, for uh, big year Philly's for Philadelphia, had, huh? I was going to say Philly's had a good run. We're we're almost at the end of the show. Um, you know, tip had our, tip our caps to Villanova, uh, but they blew out Michigan. It was wow. uh, it was game. You know, eight minutes into the game, Michigan had a lead, and that was it. It was yep. um, once uh, <laughs> Dominic Divincenzo started hitting shots. The the redheaded Italian from from Vill- the Michael Villanova? Jordan of Delaware. <laughs> That's what they call him. <laughs> really? The Michael Sean, Jordan. I, I, was text, I was texting hard to you and Bill that Michigan would, would make it a game, but, boy, they didn't. It was, it was yeah. pretty lopsided, right? I, th- I think you and the, uh, and the announcers really wanted it to be a, a close game. <laughs> they tried. I, mean, they, I love a close every game. Every time it got really to, like, did, 10, yeah. Jim Nance and, and Bill Raftery – Bill Raptor, you know, would say, now if they can just get it to 14 with 10 minutes to go, they're, you know. Uh, hey, they're, was, they're in sales was, just like we are, right? They're, they, they're selling the story. They are. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was waiting for him to say, and don't forget after the game is one shining moment coming up with Teddy Pendergrass. The ball is you know? tipped, yeah. 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 Anything else, guys, on the sports docket? We I got, got the we got a NFL Tommy. draft coming up in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk baseball. Tommy, right? I mean, look. 
Oh, yes. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen the highlights from today's game, he pitched uh, against the – he's at home. By the way, a Sunday afternoon sellout in Anaheim. That never happens in April. It doesn't even happen wow. in the divisional playoffs. It only happens in the LCS. So, unbelievable. He retires the first 19 batters he faces. He strikes out 12. You've got to see this guy. He's, he throws 97 to 100 with his fastball, moving a little bit with heat. And he has a splitter that comes in about 80 miles an hour. So when you take an 18-mile-an-hour difference and it looks just like a fastball, but the bottom drops out as it hits the plate, I'm telling you, this guy is unbelievable on the map. Yeah, but, Bill, big deal. What has he done the last – Five, six days. That's all yeah. I want to know about. I mean, he's only 2-0, and oh, you know, with uh, 13 inning. Uh, <laughs> three he, homers. He, he gave up one home run. However, he has three of his own, right? So, in between, they, let him, they won't let him start the day – they won't let him DH the day before he pitches. But he can DH the other three days. And what did he do at home in, in Anaheim? Three straight shots, one of them 440 feet. Yeah. It's not, it's not luck. This kid's amazing. 23-year-old superstar in the making. Um, I mean, this is incredible what we're watching. So, if and you, does he have Ichiro's swing? Am I am I mistaken? The, he, he does. Has, like, Ichiro's he, swing. Like, well, a lot of left-handers have kind of a, a similar swing, but you're right. He does tend to have an uppercutty kind of a little thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he's amazing. So he's my yeah, new favorite player. Just, I mean, just yeah, yeah just right? just mark my words, guys. And 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 we ask, you know, if you watch Thursday and Friday on the Masters, if you watched ESPN on Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, it was oh. 85% coverage of what Tiger did. And, oh, who? P.S., here's who's leading the tournament. Um, you're going to start <laughs> seeing ESPN Sunday night games shift to Anaheim. Angels, yeah. Anytime oh, the Angels yeah. are playing, especially. Oh, yeah. uh, it, well, it, it, if he's pitching, or as, as long as it's not one of his off days, you, you're going to see them be, much like people get tired of the Yankees-Red Sox, um, you're going to see Angels on a lot. you got Mike Trout. Arguably the best player in baseball right now, yeah. and Shohei Otani, arguably the best player in baseball right now. Oh, right? Yeah. Well, um, look, no one else can do what he he can do. He's he's not since Babe Ruth a hundred years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how unhittable Babe Ruth was on the mound. This guy, he seriously looks unhittable. You know, it was it was a solid single. He did give up a home run his first start. That's where the runs came from. He gave up three runs, but he is. Uh, He's he's really really fun to watch. I can't wait for the for the Angels to come to Tampa Bay. I'll keep my fingers crossed. He's uh, on the docket, you know that because well, yeah I'm, yeah right. Well, like the draw. Well, you'll, well, you'll see, see him either batting or pitching. yeah you'll see him. one of the yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I can just tell you, I, look at the schedule now. Uh, anytime the Yankees with Judge and and Giancarlo Stanton are playing Otani and the Angels, oh. I think you're going to see that game on national TV every time. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, you know, just a, just a hat tip. Boston uh, lost their first game of the season, reeled off eight straight. They're eight and one. And Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay won their first game of the Tampa Bay won their first game of the season and lost eight in a row. <laughs> wow! Including, including today's game, they were up seven to two and gave up six runs in the bottom of the eighth to lose eight seven oh, to, to the Red Sox in in Fenway Park. And wow. shout out to the Padres for one of the best walk offs ever. Did you see it? So, no. Oh, the pop fly, the pop up, the pop up in the middle of the yep. infield. Astros have a runner on second. It's a high pop up infield. The catcher and pitcher kind of come in, but then in comes uh, Hosmer 
you know, the, the free agent they signed from Kansas City. But the $144 million player? It's his ball. Just make the catch. The inning's over. Move on. Extra innings. No, of course not. The ball falls harmlessly while the runner <laughs> scores from, from second. second. He's running yeah. the whole time because it's a pop-up. You run hard, right? And, Two uh, outs, run. Yeah. Off, pop fly. Yeah, it was the, I've never seen it before. But How often do you see a walk-off pop fly? <laughs> Walk-off error. In the infield. In the infield. It doesn't even count as a, as a walk-off hit, a walk-off error. Yeah. A walk-off pop fly dropped for an error. They don't like, care. AL, <laughs> AL Central looks like the most competitive league. All, all those teams are within two games of each other. Uh, no other no other division has someone within uh, multiple game, multiple teams within two. Uh, and the AL West, uh, Houston back on top, um, you know, with, with the Angels right there on their heels. So Houston quietly glad to give the attention to – Anaheim while they just go about their business, right? Hey, Mets are leading the NL East. And Mets are leading the East, yeah. But but who's in second place there? The Bravos, baby. Bravos, six and three. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Atlanta Revolution. So, um, guys, we have the NFL draft in a couple weeks. We have, um, you know, kind of a little slowdown in sports. And playoffs are going to kick in and the two other, you know, as we talked about hockey and basketball. So we'll have more to talk about next week. Um, and we'll, we'll obviously keep our eye on golf. Uh, Todd, what do you got going on this week? Oh, man, Sean, thanks for asking. Uh, again, uh, my week is not as exciting as you guys uh, just grind and, and close jobs. Um, it, bear with me, if you will. Um, I was listening to Howard Stern this week, and he's a big Bruce Springsteen fan, and I guess Bruce has extended his Broadway tour to December 7th, I think. And Bill, I know you're not only a Broadway fan, but uh, probably a Bruce fan. So if you can find your way up to, to see it, please do. Um, but I've never been a big Bruce Springsteen guy. So I uh, hopped on Amazon and listened to some Bruce. And uh, I remember from Tunnel of Love, One Step Up, Sean, I'm sure you remember One Step yeah. Up. And so a line hit me, and I think it applies to sales and life in general. But – He's basically in a bar, one step up, two steps back, and he says, um, same old story, same old act, one step up, two steps back. And it just hit me that it's kind of like in business and sales. You're doing the same same old story, same old act. If you're looking for different results, something new, you got to mix it up. And it kind of just hit me, and I'm, I'm mixing art with the business world. But uh, that's my message today, um, just – do something different uh, if you want some different results. And uh, that, that line just uh, resonated for me. So right it'll on, be man. a good week, sir. Well, get out, out on Thunder Road, man. You were born to run, Todd. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Bill, what do you got going on, man? Tell me who's on the, uh, on the real estate sessions and wh- where are you traveling to this week? So I've got, uh, you might know Ryan Malone. Ryan Malone was with Realogy. Um, Alexandria, Alexandra Filiacci recommended Ryan to me, but Ryan was with the strategic, uh, department, strategic initiatives department and did the mergers and acquisitions stuff Wow, okay. for NRT and for Realogy when they combined. So he was with busy. Like yeah. 18 years. Oh, they, at one point he said they were acquiring a company a week back <laughs> wow. in the you know, 2000s. So really interesting um, take. I think you'll like it, Sean, to hear the behind the scenes of how do you, how do you assess value and culture and put a price tag on it, right? And decide whether there's going to be an acquisition or not. So it's a really different look in the real estate space. I, I'm really proud of it. So that's this week. I think I mentioned to, to well, definitely to, to uh, Todd, but this, uh, this coming Saturday, sitting there, very excited. We're going to check two bands off our bucket list. One being Jimmy Buffett, 
Nice. Wow, nice. So, never, never seen Buffett before. Uh, and the Eagles playing together at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. So wow. with, with Glenn Fry departed recently, uh, yeah. Vince Gill is now filling in for him, which wow. is a great, you know, that's a, that's a nice, voice. yeah. Great yeah, voice. So. A, a incredible guitar player. Right. Uh, so we're going to have a, a great time at Camping World Stadium. And Todd, thanks for the recommendation. I downloaded the boats. Bars, Beaches, bars and belts. Yeah. Belts. Yeah. And so Cindy and I were listening to a bunch of those songs. Uh, and so we could be a little more prepared for the, the experience we know we're going to see, uh, at camping world i knew it was going to be different when they charge you can get um, special parking spaces for 150 bucks and i know that's the buffett influence i think the sure, <laughs> sure. they want to tailgate yeah listen to that as many times you can just yeah. to get a feel but go enjoy the tailgate and yeah, enjoy fun. the concert yeah um there's a little cheese factor to it just embrace it sure I, we, we're, it. we're completely ready for that we know yeah we, the parent heads dressed in crazy stuff and yeah don't take it too seriously have right. a great time have gotcha and by the yeah. way as far as springsteen goes i was in your boat i wasn't the biggest fan but then i saw him live at uh, uh, uh phoenix stadium what am i drawing yeah. a blank on what it's called um oh university of phoenix stadium in glendale saw yeah. him at a live concert two or three years ago Three and a half hours later, I was kind of unbelievable, right? Oh my god, yeah. It, Everyone it, tells me that. Everyone tells me. Yeah, that. well, you, go ahead and make a list of all your all the greatest hits of Buffett. You're going to hear them all because he doesn't. No, he doesn't I play, saw that. He, he doesn't play Ringling Ringling, and he doesn't play Floridays. But you know that's uh, not true. You know. he, he'll he'll play five or six. Yeah, but he'll time. he he also might drop in a, a friend of the devil. Or he might drop in a Southern Cross. Yeah, um, I'm going to get. I know I'm going to get come Monday in Margaritaville. Yeah, and, yeah that's and, for and, sure. and you'll, and you'll probably sure. get a. I'll just make the call now. You're going to get a eagles cover where oh, they yeah. the band will come out and play with him yeah uh, oh, i'm great. sure that's part of their show but yeah uh, I, I i'm transparent as a, as a as a buffett fan todd knows my favorite song of jimmy buffett all time right todd? uh tin cup chalice without a doubt yeah all right and so bill but, also but, but, recognize, but, but, todd, recognize jimmy buffett's 71 years old yeah so enjoy that go ahead well, sean i understand i was that. just yeah go ahead is there a better line than give me oysters a, and beer well, that's a good one too. But I was going to say, across from the bar is a pile of beer cans. Been there twenty seven years. That's Ringling Ringling. Imagine right? all the heartache and tears. I know. Yeah, in twenty seven years. Twenty seven years of beer. Years of beer. Yeah. A, yes. Good, but Bill, how so fun! That's, that's awesome. Bill, if you get bored with boats, beaches, bars, and ballads, I'll send you some more uh, things to do. But right. get bored with those four CDs for sure. Okay. Yes. And, and have a have a beer for us down at the Bamboree's. <laughs> you better text us when you're there, please. I will. I will. Yeah. Guys, for me, it's off to Iowa, Hawkeye State this week. I fly out early tomorrow. I spent my last uh, couple days in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, really enjoying the uh, southern comfort of one of the greatest cities in America. I was down there for the NAR Broker Summit and Real Estate Bar Camp. Um, had a blast down there, but I'm heading to Hawkeye State. I, I speak in Des Moines, uh, two sessions on Tuesday. I speak in Cedar Rapids on Wednesday morning, and then I speak in Iowa City on Wednesday afternoon and Thursday all day uh, before flying home. So really excited to get out to my see my friends in the Midwest and what, what people call flyover country, but I call uh, good people. So should be a good time. They had a Stephanie for me. I will. It's going to spend a couple days with her, so it'll be fun. So right. guys, great conversation. Enjoy the Masters. Let's see how it shakes out. We have one Masters in the book. Um, will we see a grand slam champion who knows, but Patrick is the only person that could do it on behalf of Bill and Todd. I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to the stare down.